It's a daily talk show episode 406. Weekend banter. Happy Saturday. That's happening, guys. Pete Shepherd in the building. Periscope on 400. I haven't been here since you've hit that mark. Oh, so mate. congrats. Oh. Did, you, uh, did you comment on the video? I think so, yeah. No, good. Yeah. Just, uh, appreciate it. I um, hope so. <laughs> you and I were talking about footy the other day. Yes. Oh, 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 <laughs> we're leading whoa, whoa. with footy chat. Yeah. I like it. Jesus, as he puffs his chest yeah, out. I love, a, love a bit of footy. No, I'm actually. No, I'm thinking about um, sports more and more. Okay, the footy season's towards the end. It always happens this way. Just got into NBA. Okay, I don't know much about NBA. It's the off-season at the moment. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, I got the thing is, they, they fuck it. They need a grand final at the start of the season because the way they're sort of set up is it's the hype, like the very last, the grand final, the main thing. Yeah. That's when you fucking get excited and then you're like, oh, great, I'm into it now. Yeah. I find it, you know, about it's Toronto and all that sort of thing. That's why it's grand. Yeah. But this is, you're one of those, like, sports fans would hate you. Like, real sports. I'm not, I'm not a sports fan. Like, I'm not, I'm well, not well, they'd be disgusted at you. Like, Periscope Pete Look at you, a, just jumping on. When you see a team winning, you then get on the fucking bandwagon. You haven't been slogging it out. Well, that's why I want to start. It's like someone who says they're going to start podcasting now. That's, you know, I'm the sportsman in that case. I don't think it's the and same. What are you saying? Because podcasting's the sport so, of podcasting. So no, well, because no, well, if someone comes, I'm doing episode one. Oh, okay, yeah. As a yeah. guy, no, completely different, mate. I mean, don't don't compare sport to podcasting. Well, anyway, because then you'll start Pete saying the, that you're Pete a sportsman. The, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm one step away from that. But Pete, uh, he's an MCC member. Um, yes, yes. Yep. Um, uh, who pays it? Too? Yeah. Well, let's just get this clear. Who's who pays it? Me. When did you have you paid it your whole life? Oh, I think, oh. good question. I think maybe from when I was 18. I feel like the first two years it might have been a birthday present. So I got it when I was 16. Yeah. Great birthday present when you're 16. Yeah. And I think I probably, I think mum and dad probably paid it for the first two years. Yeah. I mean, I've paid it since I was 18. I've let mine lapse and I I can't get it. My, I was on the waiting list from the time I was born. Yeah. Took 17, 16 years yeah, or something. Too. Yeah, 16. And so Which my, is my brothers have it. Mm. It's $550. I couldn't afford it. I would rather spend that money on the podcast, to be honest. My view is that I'll do something great enough and have mates that are in the media that I can go yeah. to the fucking... Hashtag mates in the media. Mates in the media and I'll <laughs> really? go to a, a box when the grand final's on. I love that posture. I was actually talking to a guy about this at, at the co-working space I work at. It's the like, exact same way of saying, like, I'm not going to worry about super because... I'm <laughs> no, 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 exactly. We were having a conversation about super around lunch and I was like, what do you think about it? Oh, I don't think about it. I'm just going to be really rich. Like, yeah. Well, well, we spoke about this earlier in the week. Well, it was because you, uh, you were doing Vox Pops for yeah. Barefoot oh, Investor. Yeah. And you and I heard the conversation like, man, so many people are fucked. They're like not worrying about their super. Mm. To be honest, like my whole thing has been like, yeah. screw super. I'm going to be. Yeah, sure, um, there wasn't the conversation you guys were having. Yeah, it might have been you actually, yeah, on one of our walks. <laughs> but I mean, this is, I was listening to Conor McGregor on, uh, do you know who Conor McGregor is? He's a boxer. He was a boxer. He was a boxer, but now he does UFC. He's an Irish dude. But did he start as a boxer? I just fucking I just settle down. All you gronks that have no idea. Mixed martial art. He's a UFC fighter yeah. that then went to boxing to fight one fight against yeah. Floyd Mayweather <laughs> because it was and made eighty-five million dollars yeah, from one fight, yeah. eleven, uh, ten rounds. But the, he's he's this visualization 
fucking poster boy. He was on um, Tony Robbins' podcast, and Tony Robbins is all about that visualization and trampolines, you know, and you know, <laughs> cold plunge, cold plunge yeah. pools, and big hands, just like just people with huge hands. Yeah. But he's just he's don't just, you fucking start, Pete. Look <laughs> at the size of your <laughs> visualization. <laughs> Mum and I were having a, an in-depth conversation about visualization, and Mum had just watched the documentary on Walt Disney. Yeah, and Walt, you know, his story, amazing, <laughs> created some of the most iconic uh, mouse characters or characters in yeah. this world. Mm. Mickey Mouse. Yeah, most people in the world, the fame, most famous little, you know, little thing. But <laughs> I was, I didn't even know. I set you up with that one, just but like what, just mouse. No, it was just funny because it was like there's heaps that Disney. I guess. Yeah. What else has he made? Um. Oh, I, fuck. What else? Uh, Minnie Mouse. <laughs> No, he's got it. He got it. He got the other one, the closest one. Anyway, he... just ten more seconds. What are other Disney characters? I was hoping you didn't ask that. Aren't the Pocahontas? Yes. Ah, Aladdin. Yeah, I was no, going to say like the Aladdins of the world. I mean, everything we grew up on, essentially. Beauty was... and the Beasts as well. Like yeah, those yeah, sort of things. yeah, yeah. Like it... they bought Pixar. Does that count? <laughs> yeah. That you re- you read that you heard that in the book that you bought. Great book. Um, what's Creativity it called? Inc. Creativity yeah, Inc. Really Long, good book. but mm. great. That's just good. General knowledge, not good. Anyway, visualization. Anyway, back to visualization. Um, he was a man of visualizing and seeing what he wanted and thinking about that. And I kind of had this counter conversation to that thought around visualization. I was like, yeah, but I, I see these people who are very successful mm. and hindsight 2020 and the way that they articulate stories. I know how to tell a good story. Mm-hmm. And I can sort of look at, you know, Josh and I, we were – slogging away in his apartment with mm-hmm. these two USB microphones. On the day we started the podcast, we actually drove to – where was it? The, um, uh, store audio DJ. Store DJ. We bought an extra mic. I had one from something else. I used I an Atlas to hold up. My yeah. neck was so sore. Yeah, I, I've, yeah, I've been yeah. able to do that. Bree took some photos. Like you start, it was uncomfortable and it was awkward. You know, you start sort and of – look at us now. It's a great narrative. No, but you start <laughs> – like you wrap your success in just sort of – you anchor moments in time as the – the turning point. And I could easily say it was at that moment that we thought we could fucking, we could have something here. Yeah. But I didn't. <laughs> I think about what's happened with me, you know, anytime I've ever had uh, progression, we've just been so in it. And that's all I think about. And I'm just like uh, laboring and fucking feeling so much over this thing that I just love. So or, are you visualizing or not? Well, uh, what I'm saying is I think that could be the essence of the visual visualization. It's not as it's it doesn't articulate like the secret does, like they've articulated, which is, you know, think about where you want to be, start grabbing photos and put them up on the wall, which yeah. I think is all a good thing. But I don't think mm. Pete, do you do it? Most things happen. Most visualization happens in that way. It's mm. it's not as sexy as it was when I was seven that I saw the yeah. stars and that's what I wanted to. Maybe for some, I don't maybe know. What do you I, think? Maybe for some, but not for me. Certainly not for me. I, I've been thinking about this a bit recently is looking back at the last two years of your life, you could tell a really, you could tell a certain narrative. You know, I could tell a certain narrative about my life using mm-hmm. the highlights along the way, or you could tell an equally as true narrative with the lowlights along the way and you could paint a completely different picture. And it's interesting the picture we can paint in hindsight to your point. Mm. But I don't certainly, I don't sit there and say in two years time, mm. that's where I'm going to be and then look at it. I'm, I'm like the opposite in that sense. Are we wrong? Do you think maybe it's like, because I see Conor, Conor McGregor and he, he's, he's a storyteller at heart. Yeah. He's a fucking, he's the ultimate marketer. I don't think I've ever heard him. He's unbelievable. Just the, the, the way he demands mm. the attention in the room. And Is it because 
Do you think it's the status of knowing that he can beat the shit out nah, of you? It's way he talks. It's he's it's his he psychological Irish? warfare he plays. He's Irish, yeah. Really good story. But, he, but yeah. he's humble in defeat, humble in winning. Like he's just an f- absolute weapon. Anyway, that's why he makes eighty-five million dollars for one fight and does something that's never ever been done before. UFC into fighting the world's best boxer, Floyd Mayweather. Anyway, I think. Um, but maybe we should be cutting things out. Maybe we should do a. Um, maybe we should do a day in the office here. I reckon you'd be around this. Get some old magazines. Oh, yeah. And we do a bit of a, a secret. Scrapbook. <laughs> we actually. I'd love to scrapbook. Yeah, we scrapbook. We cut shit out. The last out. time you did it was for a fucking presenting role you never got. Yeah, never Did got you it. get rid of that poster you made? I think my mum has one of the photos from it. So what was the what was it for no, again? I was, just, I was literally just trying that. And I've done a lot of these things in my life, trying. And I'm not. I, Experiment. I don't want. Yeah, experimenting. I don't. I'm not jaded. I don't. I don't disbelieve i don't not believe in mm. visualization but i don't know if it, if it is as you know <laughs> crafty as like yeah. getting the the book and cutting out bali villa that i want yeah. to have one day i don't know what do you think i mean I, to me it's sort of whatever works for you i think if people are out there and they believe in that and they do that and it works for them and they get value out of it like all the power to you i don't mm. think there's a right or a wrong way i think there's each people's version of what works for them mm. some people like to sit back and tell a story in hindsight some people like to sit there and say in five years time this is exactly where i'm going to be mm. and you know through various ways of getting there maybe they end up there and that's mm. awesome or maybe mm. they don't but they change their mind and go no no, no but this is what mm. i wanted to do anyway and mm. so you start to like almost confirmation bias is you convince yourself that the steps you took along the way were deliberate mm. to your point but ma- maybe it was just chance mm. and maybe you just happened to get there and you now can tell a really nice story using all of the highlights of the last three years yeah uh, I th- maybe josh it's like when, when we're content in what we've got mm. it allows us to then show you know like i think we're in a place where we we enjoy what we do and so mm. maybe you stop then having that approach. Maybe probably the times that I've done the real visualization is because I'm not happy. Well, it's or part I don't of the visual. Identify as happy in that moment. I wonder if the visualize, like us doing our highlights video, in some way it's a visualization yeah, because yeah. it's it seems big. Like in some, even though it's using all the materials that we've had, mm. it still feels like a having Craig Harper saying, "Yeah, it's the going to be." One of the biggest mm-hmm. podcasts in the world. That was a good lead into that video. Yeah, it was great, wasn't it? We we actually Thanks, think about it. I, any moment that a guest is saying something nice, yeah. I'm just thinking, oh, yeah, okay, time code. I'm just looking at 97. <laughs> just like write that down. No, you're right. It's um. But also, I was just going to say, I wonder if that your version of that is you talk a lot about we're going to do this for 10 years mm-hmm. and we're going to be here for 10 years and we don't know what's going to happen over the 10 years, but we're going to commit to doing it every day for 10 years. Like, is that your version mm. of visualization, maybe? Yeah, visualization without action is useless. You can't just be in a jail right. cell visualizing. I mean, actually, Martin Luther King, I mean, he got out after a while. But I, I still think if you don't have, if you don't get off your ass and start working, none, none of it's going to yeah. come to fruition. Yeah, I, I wrote something recently around how I think inspiration is overrated. You've got a blog, yeah. don't you? I do. What's that website again? abev.blog, which stands for a bird's eye view. Yeah. .blog. Go to it. Anyway, so I wrote this thing the other day saying inspiration is overrated because it's fickle and like it relies on some external third party that you mm-hmm. have to what sit around and wait till you feel inspired. Is like more important is a process or a practice, which you know you guys have in the podcast where you can show up every day and commit to doing that regardless of whether you feel shit, regardless of whether you feel awesome and inspired. Mm. Is like that's how you create change over time, one percent at a time, as opposed to waiting to be struck by inspiration, mm. which may or may not happen. 
with all the people uh, that you deal with and speak with and coach, what's the what's the common pain point that we're all that you you see? It's just super super common, if not inevitable, in your pursuit of success. I think the biggest one is that everyone is their own roadblock mm. is everyone is in their way to some degree and so it's how can you help them get self-aware to realize that they're the ones telling themselves a certain story mm. that's shaping them in a certain way and how can you give them the tools and the resources and the ideas to help them realize that and then mm. like still move ahead despite that so i think it's there's a couple i would say one is the fact that we're all in our own way and two is the fact that everyone feels like an imposter and everyone has no like no one has a clue what they're doing and everyone feels like they're making it up mm but they don't necessarily realize that other people feel the same way. Mm. And so like realizing that all of us are scared, all of us are anxious, all of us have imposter syndrome, all of us have doubts and insecurities. And yet some continue to show up every single day and others get crippled by that and don't necessarily move forward. So the difference I think is in how you deal with that, recognizing that that's a, almost a like part of the course. You have to mm. accept that that's going to happen. You have to accept that there'll be doubts and insecurities. And so what are you going to do about it? Mm. So, you said Josh in that, in our video, uh, imposter syndrome, it's good. Like you need a bit of it. Yeah, I, I love that, that moment. I love how I'm looking at you. Just I totally <laughs> believe you, that. You know that? Yeah. Well, what I did you mean? I was wondering because I watched that and go, oh, I love that what you said, but I want to know what you meant. I, I can't remember. I think it. it's probably in the same vein as like Seth Godin's dip and all that mm. sort of thing. It's like it's the uh, it's the friction that then mm. creates the the action that that feel, you know feeds the momentum. Yeah. And so if you don't have that you're probably in some form of safe zone. You're hiding. Yeah. You're hiding. Yeah. I think like, I, I totally agree with you. I've heard Seth talk about this a few times and I've spoken about this a few times in front of, you know, audiences and on podcasts is that imposter syndrome is a good thing because mm -hmm. it's a sign that you're doing something that you haven't done before. Yeah. And so like every successful entrepreneur, every thought leader, every person who's done something new was literally an imposter because no one had done it before. So it's like recognizing that that's the almost like the growing pain of you getting to where you need to go. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I tell the story of I'm six foot seven. I had crippling growing pains growing mm. up, which were shin splints. Oh, I remember old school growing pains. I mean, yeah, you, do you remember that? I used to be in bed and I remember, yeah, down my, where my shins are. So painful. Aching. Yeah. So weird, isn't it? Your yeah. bones literally fucking. Literally. So I grew like 15 centimeters in a year or something ridiculous. Oh, and so I, like, I couldn't run for a year and I had really? back pain and all that. And so to me, that was like, you had to go through that in order to be six foot seven. And so in order to bring that change that you're working on to the world, mm. you have to go through, I think, mental growing pains, which come in the form of doubt, which come in the form of imposter syndrome. So all of this to say, a long rant to say, I agree with your point that mm. imposter yeah. syndrome is well, a good thing. It, it happens with, I think, I think about the gym and stuff like that and just like right. the friction of going or even traveling. Yeah. Like part of it is what I love about traveling is getting to a point where you can go to a place and feel somewhat like a local. Yeah. And then people are expecting, though, that they can get there and tr some try, like try and sort of somehow hack the system and and get that straight away. You it's actually the... just you actually just need to have the friction. You need to be mm. the dumb fucking tourist to be culturally insensitive or not understanding things before you can actually fully understand. Uh, yeah. Jaco Willink is that how you say Jocko? his name? Jocko. Jocko. Yeah. Jocko. I've Jocko. just heard people say Jocko. Yeah. British Jocko. Yeah. I mean, he's far from being. He's a scary dude. French yeah. red. He's an extreme <laughs> ownership. Extreme, extreme ownership. Uh, what does he say? Discipline equals freedom. Yeah. I love that. Me too. Because it's the discipline to show up mm. in the shit you don't want to do. Yeah. That actually is the stuff you want to do. Because even the good stuff, even, you know, even the creative endeavor that you wish to do every single day you think you do will be annoying at one point. Mm. Exactly. And the discipline... Yeah. 
because you, when you do something right, it's like the gym. If you can be disciplined to go, even on the days you don't want to, you you'll feel good. Yeah. You'll mm. fucking feel accomplished. Whether it's you physically are still tired, but mentally you're like, I'm so proud I did that. I'm yeah. so glad I showed up. And yeah. then you put it to anything you do. It's so true. Yeah, and it make, I think it makes the the good days even better. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I like you guys are a great testament to that over the podcast journey. Is some days. I'm sure there are podcasts that you do and you're both like, I really can't be bothered doing this, mm. but you do it mm. anyway. And then the good days when you're all up and about and having fun and having some banter is mm. like, how good's this? Have you ever had any experiences where through coaching you've actually gotten something out of it, like an aha moment for you personally? All the time. Yeah, I think this is a, a, a very lucky part of my job is I, mm -hmm. I feel like an imposter all the time because mm -hmm. of the people I get to work with. And so by me coaching them, I'm actually learning from their industry as, mm -hmm. as well. So a lot of the industries I work with, I don't necessarily know that well. Yeah. And so I get to learn by way of hearing the people unpack the things that they're working on through the industry. So mm -hmm. it happens to me all the time. What um, What's an industry? So that a fascinating one that I've started to work in a lot through Jen, who's a friend of mine and co-host on the podcast I have, is the performing arts. So I have, I have clients that are Broadway stars in New York. And I know nothing about I know nothing about performing arts mm. and performing in front of thousands of people every single day, mm. and so working with them allows me to get empathy for what it's like to be a performing artist, and I've learned so much, and I think vice versa they've learned a lot from from me, and also what we've realised is we're not that different. Mm. You, know, you can be a performing artist in front of a thousand people and be crippled by imposter syndrome, yeah. even though you're up there like singing in front of people for like hours, and it just it sort of blows my mind that they have doubts and insecurities as mm. well. I think it's also hard anytime where you're trying to look smart. I reckon that's like the other thing that I've noticed in life. Like the more I try in a situation, mm. the more it sort of backfires. Yeah. So yeah. I double down on that and I like, yeah. I lean into ignorance where mm -hmm. I'm like, I don't have the answer. Mm -hmm. You have the answer. Mm -hmm. I don't know your industry. You know your industry. It's a good neg as well. It's great. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's like, well, because then it like it is, it mm. is true. You don't need to have all the answers. Right. And then it can be freeing to be like, oh, actually, it's like with the client when mm. they say, how much is this going to cost? And being, you know, we spoke about it yesterday mm. with, you know, quoting and shit, being like, how much have you got? Nice. Yeah. What's your, what's your budget? Yeah. What are you working yeah. with? Yeah. And then, I mean, like, that's a fair, it's a fair question, right? And then it creates this awesome dynamic where it's a, it becomes a conversation. Yeah. Cause like, I could go and spend a whole lot of time and come back with this proposal. But mm. if you've got $5,000 to work with, yeah. I'm going to come back with a $100,000 proposal. Then exactly. like, let's have that conversation now. Yeah. Mm. yeah. It's really interesting. Mm. Being a spectator of sports. Back so sport, if, I, yeah. if I was to, I'm interested, I want this, like, I feel like I've done it, not as gear, but I've spoken previously about, I want to get into sport. Yeah. Hasn't really gone anywhere. What does that mean? I want to get into fitness. What does that mean? Well, I just I want got to get into sport. Badminton? No, like I'm wanting to be a spectator of something. Yeah. So here's Badminton? some of the ground rules. Yeah. Curling? Twice, a, if something that can take maybe twice a week where it's something that I can watch on the TV mm -hmm. uh, or I can be out and I can... Get an update of how it's going. I think yeah. I think we're attracted to things like why does someone love the footy? There, there's plenty of reasons, but I know I watch. I end up watching a lot of fight fighting. Like I watch a lot of mm. UFC stuff. I watch a lot of recaps. I'm into it. I've, I've but then I think about what are you looking for? Like are you waiting? But I just for love one? it. No, I love it. I love seeing. It's a. I used to kickbox and do Muay Thai and boxing yeah. when I was young. Yeah. And I was obsessed with Mike Tyson, all this stuff. We're talking about Mike Tyson yesterday mm -hmm. or the other day. But I I just love it. You don't love it. Why don't you love well, it? Well, because I just haven't consumed it maybe. No, but I don't think that's it. I think there is like 
why are you so naturally drawn to working at technical shit and strategy? Mm. It's just yeah, your sure. cup of tea. Yeah. Why do you need sport? You don't fucking need sport. Why do you need another thing? Can why? you just support me on this sport journey? This is why I never <laughs> no, make I any I fucking progress. No, we need to pick a league and I need, need to, to fucking watch it. There's so many, if we're going to go, what are you going to force yourself to do? There's plenty of other things that would be better for you than watching sport. It's funny. Less time like with Brie. It's like a... Yeah. Yeah, but Brie but could ha- and I could have a team together. But like then, you, about the then, you're worried, then you're only for Brie. <laughs> Poor Brie. Why do you need sport? You're going to force Brie to go to sport as well? Why do you need sport? I, do, I don't at the moment. But you're saying I want to get mm. into it. Well, even what, what I'm finding this even because I never used to drink and I've just started to get into wine. Jace. Gary who, V. Yeah, yeah right, well, oh, the empathy wines. <laughs> no, I've, um, I took the, the wine that Jace gave us. I know Jace is getting a lot of mentions. I've been criticised for that over the, the days. You think that I'm... You said some pretty foul words yesterday about... You know, you accuse me of saying something pretty disgusting, but we won't say a pizza well, he here. Said, well, no, don't say a pizza here. No, but it actually sounds... Like no, 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 no. no, no. no, it's just, no but it's disgusting. Pizza audience are here. Okay. Let's, be, let's be gentlemen. So on sport. <laughs> no, sorry. The, um, no, my point being that uh, wine... I've like started to get into wine and I'll have it like in the evening and it's like, it's a thing. And I'm like, oh, like, oh, this, this is a relax, like a relaxing thing. Like I'm stuck. anxiety so looking for a, an outlet <laughs> in sport, do you think? Yeah. Like an outlet. Yeah, I think that's maybe what I'm thinking. So the thing is that like MTV, um, what's the show? The Hills, right? Like I've, I used to push back on all of this shit, right? I'm like, I don't drink. I don't like fucking watch TV unless it's yeah. moving me forward. And in the last like two weeks... I'm like, I'm going to watch TV and have a wine. And I'm like, oh, like I feel sort of relaxed. Like a grown-up. Is that what you're yeah, saying? I yeah, I feel like a little bit like a grown-up. It's funny though, like just on sport, it, it to me it sounds like a case of like, you know, the grass is greener on the other side. So I, mm. I think I mentioned Depends this to Depends what the league is. I, guess. I mentioned to this to you the other day is I was at the footy on Sunday and mm-hmm. I had the thought to myself, I wish I cared less about this. <laughs> yeah. What a loser sitting yeah. in the stand watching this game, having no control over it. Yeah. Like it goes against everything that you talk about is like focus on things you can yeah, control yeah. and mm-hmm. only spend time on stuff that's going to help you. And it's like I am so emotionally invested in this thing that I have no control over. I wish I didn't. Like I wish I didn't yeah. care. But th- what I'm saying is you, I think it's like it's a natural thing. Yeah. I think that I don't know how you'd create that because you're saying – I want that. You're saying I want to be into a sport. I don't think it happens by just I watching just a bit of I golf. I can't do it. I think it comes from starting and actually playing the sport and, yeah. and then just being in love with it and then just So I played golf, footy, basketball, mm. T-ball, which we could say is baseball. T-ball. Yeah. Well, it's just no, like I guess a you've played them. So I love T-ball chat. Yeah. I don't know, there's something in it. There's something where it, you just can't explain why you're so emotionally connected to it. But can I be or no? You're saying no. I don't. I don't. I think it will happen. It's like saying find your. It's like saying come up with your, find, come up with your passion right now. You probably won't know, mm. and maybe you will watch. But you've probably watched. But there's golf. heaps you've of people who watched. don't have hobbies, right? Like, isn't that like a friction point that a lot of people have, which is like, I don't know what I'm into. So it'll come by action, and so that's why I need to work out which play which sports i need to go to we've got finite number of hours in our day why do you want to spend it, it sounds on the like couch? you don't want to no i don't want to be on the couch no, i guess sort See of what I mean? yeah, like yeah it's, no, I get it. it's a net is it more reason to sit on the couch and drink red yeah. wine is that what you're looking for? <laughs> yeah, maybe, no, maybe it's like yeah it's like another 
like I do put the footy, I do like the sound of the, like the whistles the whistle. and like the whole, you know what I mean? Yeah, you know, when you're like, you but have it on like in the it background. To, in the background. That's what I mean. What a conversation. Yeah, I don't it's, know, it's but a, do you know what I mean? You sort of, sort of get it. I don't. You don't have to. It's sort of like, I think, how about this? What about manufacture something that isn't there is what Uh, I think I'm hearing. Yeah. (laughs) Because that's what you're saying too. Well, I think that's what he's trying to do. But maybe, I don't know. Maybe it's like more social sort of thing. Yeah, what are you craving? Social? Mm. No, because I don't want to... Go. I think it's you've now the on the head with the couch thing, really, isn't it? It's the couch. It's, the, it's just we a Friday that. night, chill out. Yeah, but it's also like it. I don't think I, this is not a criticism to you, Josh, but you like to have you like to officiate things. You like mm. to. This is. I think it's the same with like what we do with the daily talk show bits, and like you love to gr- sort of create labels for them and names mm-hmm. for them, and sort of which I think like can my be strong friendship with which, Jace, which I. <laughs> <laughs> Which Best I think friends. I think can be counter to the th- doing the thing because mm. it's like there's a piece of work done in right now. What we do with this show is we do these things called TDS, TDTS bits, mm, and this is what that means. Mm. But it's like fucking head down and start. And so yeah. I, I don't. I think do you like do, defining things. You it's do like, like to def- define things, mm. but that's what I'm saying. You're trying to define. I want to love for f- sport, and it's like you're trying to define it, but you should find it. You should. F- just start doing a few things and maybe that will happen more naturally than trying to go, right, this is what I'm now going to be doing. It's like really calculated. It's like when you said, Did, didn't you think about what you want, why you wanted a baby? Mm. It's like, dude, you wouldn't have one if you probably thought it all the way through. <laughs> yeah, You just kind of have these things. Yeah. And then look, there's a couple of gronks. There's yeah. five, six of us in this room right now. I just wanted to flex that there was a few more. Yeah, there's, all, there's a big crowd that bleaches. There's actually seven. There's bleaches. There's seven. Everybody. Yeah, there's a real presence. That couch is full. Let's just say that. Um, okay, <laughs> so you want me – because it's funny. It's not even shtick at this point, like the sport thing I'm serious about. Okay. I think part of it was like Bree and I were walking on eight, along East Melbourne. Actually, I think this could have something to do with it. <laughs> well, um, Dil, can you give Bree the mic and explain? Yeah. Bree, what happened when we were in East Melbourne coming back from Laurent the other, <laughs> the other day? Oh, when someone, oh. everyone was coming back from a footy game and they asked us who won. Is that what you're talking about? Yes. They asked you guys who won. Yeah. <laughs> I said, oh, who won? And, and then, I said, oh, I have no idea. But then Josh said. <gasps> Hawthorne. Nice. Yeah. And they did? And Bree said, how, did you, how did you know? And they're how like, did? thank you. Uh, I saw it on Instagram. Okay. And I was like, fuck. I need to be more tapped into So this. here we go. We've stumbled yeah. across what it is. Josh liked feeling useful in that moment. Yeah. You want to be able to provide that yeah. to other people. Well, there was this, the elderly people who were like really invested, like, hey, what? who won? And I just I saw... I don't think when a junkie asked me for a lighter that I should be <laughs> carrying lighters from now on. I don't need to carry lighters. Dude, I don't smoke. No, but I, I don't smoke. <laughs> don't need to carry lighters from now on. You could have lighters. No, I know what you yeah, mean. No, you got to find yeah. your own thing. How did, what for you, Pete? What do you, uh, other than just being a CrossFit god, what do you do? What's your thing? You know, I've heard you talk about this a few times and how it's hard to sit and pause and be like, "What are my hobbies?" Mm-mm. And when you said that, I was like, I t- "Like, I so agree with that." And we've mm. talked before about how if you love your work, it doesn't feel like work. And so, is that a hobby? Well, if you guys fucking thought about it like I did, you'd work it out, wouldn't you? Yeah. <laughs> Go on. So I think there's things like football. To me, is very. I've, I get interested in that. Mm. I've played. What team? Cup. Can Geelong. I guess? Oh, you said Geelong. I didn't did say Geelong. So I, Geelong I thought you were a team. Melbourne guy. No, Geelong. Because he grew oh. up down the coast. Geelong is my team. Oh no, you do the other way. No, no, down in Ocean Grove. So just oh, past yeah, Geelong. Yeah. 
So that's my team. I play golf with friends every now and then, and I go to the gym. You know, to your point, CrossFit. What's your handicap? Times a week. Oh, 19, 20, I think. Not okay. great. Not great. And so there, I guess there to me, probably mm. the closest things I can think of as hobbies. But other than that, it's you know to our mm. point. I love my work. I love podcasting. I love writing. Mm. I love like I love reading. And so I guess they're hobbies. And what's interesting is like the older I get, the more I, re- I lean into those mm. and speak about those. And I feel like growing up and maybe you can relate to this is like, there's this idea that you need to paint a picture that you're cool and cool kids don't love reading books in their spare time. And cool kids don't love, yes, they do. you know, doing certain things. And so cool like, kids I, don't like super, right? Super. So boring. <laughs> yeah. Why would I talk about that? And yeah. so like, I've, I've probably like the scam lent into that more recently <laughs> yeah. than in the past. Having your buckets is cool. Buckets. <laughs> no, but literally I, I think being financially independent is fucking cool these days, yeah. but maybe it's just cause we're older and you know, we, you, it's kind of like, it's, there is freedom in being financially free. Why do you think I'm cool? Uh, definitely not for sport. <laughs> well, what is it then? I think your knowledge, your knowledge around the shit that you obsess over and that shit is the fucking strategy, the online stuff, the video. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, you do. I think you're pretty lucky that you're doing a, you pick something a long time ago, whether uh-huh. it's luck or whether it's just, I don't know. It was my version of an MCC membership. Yeah, you picked up a video camera. Mm. It's being it's pretty cool to be a person that can do videos. That's really cool. I think the other thing that's cool, honestly, is this is great. By the way, this is <laughs> I, the one of the things I think that makes you cool, Josh. Mm-hmm. Dropping to look down the camera. Yeah, snippet. Get this is a snippet. Time code. You are unapolog- unapologetically. Okay. Yeah. 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 We need a claim. We need a claim. And action. And say my name at the start. Josh, one of the things that makes you cool. I laughed over that. Do it again. Josh, one of the things that makes you cool is you are unapologetically you. And I think there are so many people out there, myself included, certainly in the past, that struggle with how you show up in certain settings. And we just mentioned this of like trying to be cool, trying to not say things because you're worried about what other people think of you. And I look at you and think you are someone from where I stand that is so good at just being comfortable being yourself. And I think that's the coolest Mm. of traits. Well, thank you, Pete. That was a bit serious, wasn't but it? Do you, no, but think, do you think that may, so? But is do you think more people are thinking about? I want to get into a sport thing, and maybe just don't articulate it or talk about it. But what? How would they? What would it be then? If you don't, if you can't articulate it, talk about it. What? How would you? Well, people just do it, I guess. Well, you start doing things. You start. It, look at this, right? We do this every single day. Mm-hmm. What if we did a bike ride along the Yarra, not as like down the tracks, and went to the jump park and just hung out. Like I hung out at the skate park as a kid for hours and hours and hours. I was into it. Yeah. Mm. I can now pick up a skateboard and do a grind. In That's fact, in fifty cool. fifty. That's cool. Yeah. But I can drop in at the bowl. Like but I but I don't have the interest now that I did once. When mm. I was in Shepherd and I had this did you know I was on radio in <laughs> <laughs> Really? Do you guys on the, the couch know that? Is your know. is your neck okay with the chip that's being developed on your shoulder? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I actually went and bought a skateboard. Mate, I've been having the same conversations for the last 10 years. The <laughs> hobby thing this on radio. We've only got like five only got thoughts. So five thoughts. Yeah. Anyway, so it was about the hobby stuff and I was like, as a kid, I loved skate parks. I loved being at the skate park. I, there was just a bowl. It was like a shitty skate park when we grew up. Now they're just millions of dollars spent on them. And this one in Shepparton's fucking epic. Yeah. Epic. So I went and bought a skateboard. I was then hanging out at the skate park by myself. 
with these young Gronks. And it was so funny. It was like intimidating. And it was I was out of my comfort zone mm. and I was trying to learn this thing falling over. You know, still could do it, but I remember the other kids and just sort of I took Bodie to the skate park on the weekend. Oh, those videos. Yeah. What a rock star. And he and <laughs> there's kids flying around everywhere. And I just remember there's like there's rules at the skate park. Don't fucking drop in on me. It's yeah. like surfing. Surfing's mm. the same. Don't yeah. drop in on me. You know, um, I'm in like you start, there's phrases and stuff. So there's like these little micro worlds. It's like culture. I guess yeah. I'm, maybe I'm obsessed with like different cultures. And so like I, I bought a bike and got um, mm. Lycra and did but all that stuff. are you obsessed with cultures? You're obsessed with the, the you're the, obsessed with cultures outside of the culture because the thing mm-hmm. about the subculture of skating, mm-hmm. you've got to get through the barrier of like, other little gronks fucking looking at you badly and like, oh, you shit, you dropped in on me. And then the funny thing was I kind of penetrated this subculture. Nice. And yeah. one of them, I did this, I was trying this trick constantly and he just looks over and he's like, sick. That was sick, bro. <laughs> and he just gave me recognition and I was fucking, this 11-year-old had rattled me. That was the moment. <laughs> and you were in Shepherd. This was like. I was 23, 24. <laughs> I was like, I'm, with I'm finally accepted. Like I'm in. <laughs> but it's this is the thing. If you wanted to get into cycling, there's a world you need to enter. Yeah. The sports thing, there's two. There's like a this more of a more of a culture, not even a subculture. AFL in Australia. Yeah. But these things. So that's where define whether it's an interest in cultures from the outside. I love seeing the like. It's weird. I love looking at. Mm. Oh my god! I don't even understand that. Mm. But then to be a part of that culture and yeah. subculture is a different thing because it takes pain. It takes, you know, discipline to actually enter it into it and make it a thing. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. I think this is something you guys are doing with the Daily Talk Show, by the way, is creating a place where people want to go to to feel like they belong. I think that's mm-hmm. all we're talking about is these communities, these groups, these subcultures are places where people feel like they can belong. They can go there. They can be themselves and they feel like they are accepted mm. and they can co-create these spaces. And what I think is interesting is you guys are doing this with the Gronk Squad mm. and whether you realize it or not, it's like you're creating a group of people who feel like they belong and they are connected by, instead of being the skate park, they're connected by the daily talk show. Mm. And that's, Pretty low level entry. Yeah, that's pretty cool. <laughs> that's All you got to do like. is be a Gronk and listen yeah, to our podcast. You're yeah. already one. <laughs> I mean, could we maybe, maybe, it's, maybe I'm overthinking still, but maybe it could be a thing that as a show... The Gronk Squad, what is the Gronk Squad like in regards to sports? What's our league of choice? I, I don't want to put a label onto it. I like fighting. I don't need you to be into fighting. Okay. Like, Can we do what, something Do you we know that like? I was in the back of Matt Diavella's car in LA while you, I think you, Bree was in the back with me. No, we were all in the back. Did you know uh-huh. what I was doing on my phone? I was trying viciously to find the live stream of Conor McGregor versus Fight. Khabib. Uh-huh. And I was just like, but I, for me to be so interested to just be searching through live feeds, I was like, mm. oh God, lost it. That's what, that was on there for a little bit. I have to be pretty into it, but yeah, I don't sure. need you to be doing that. So it's like I, don't I did think that with a- about North Korea for a while. Yeah. Absolutely obsessed with North Korea. With North Korea, wasn't I? I think Bree could um, agree. Was I or was I not into North Korea? You're obsessed. Like YouTube videos, documentaries, <laughs> reading, anything you can imagine. What's it good for? What though? did you learn? It's an interesting one. What is What's it, all... it for? Yeah, I mean, it was just an in- It was just a. Yeah, but I just had CNN. Fuck, how much time did I spend on CNN, like watching CNN? Uh, I can't even count. A lot. Yeah. I would, yeah, watch a lot of mm. CNN. Are you better it was like for the it, though? entertainment? Do you know the inf- 
I don't retain huge amounts of information, but I, I hear news bits about what's happening and I'm like, oh, it reminds me of like there was a time where I'd be editing and I would have like especially when it was there was a high amount of tension, mm. especially October, um, not last year, the year before, like people weren't even going to Japan and shit. Do you remember that? They're like mm. fucking canceling, canceling yeah. their holidays. We had a guy that had travelled to North Korea on this show. Mm-hmm. He said it was, it's fine, but I mean, he, he might have, he might have all been a but show. He was, you know, well, yeah, he was part of a tourism. Yeah, yeah. That, anyway, so that's one march. thing that I've been obsessed with. The, I think you need the. The discipline to actually stick at these things. Mm. Do you want it enough? Because why? Like we want this enough, so we sh- we yeah, do sure. it enough. W- what is it? Well, yeah. What can, be, what can our ten thousand hours? How many ten thousand hour things can you have? What's something that you do, Pete? That you, we wouldn't really know about that you've spent a lot of time on? Are you pretty open book? Fairly open book. I mean, you, ha- you stand out, so it's hard. What'd to- you do to your thumb? <laughs> I don't know. Actually, I cut myself. Preparing dinner last night, and I just noticed it this morning. So okay. there's a band aid for those wondering. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, my the thing that would surprise you. I don't know if it would surprise you. I think they're pretty open. Is the po- podcasting? What about interest? So like, I find I've got quite a general knowledge on, and who, who Mac who we've got on tomorrow is fucking so fascinating. He knows so much about rap music, singers, just. That culture, wow. it's phenomenal. Maybe radio stuff. Like I think that's maybe you guys my obsession. Know a lot about radio. Yeah. I, like I know nothing about. I mean, radio. you'll never hear me saying I'm trying to get my head around radio. Yeah, but it's something you'll hear, Josh. And what does that mean? I don't fucking even know what that means. Mm. Radio, the medium, like the people in it. But it actually is something. It's like a bit of a project that yeah. you love. Well, I'm trying to work out, like, okay, every market in the world, mm. who's <laughs> listening to radio, who are the best radio talents in the world. Who were doing cool shit in, you know, drive in fucking mm. Cleveland or mm. something like that. How about this? These are the things that we naturally gravitate towards mm. that whether they benefit us or not is another thing. I think the radio thing for you, that little project, it benefits us definitely. Mm. The North Korea thing, I don't know how much benefit there is in that for you as a person. You can't well, it just ha- feels like half the f- shit you read. Yeah. But what about the things that don't benefit us but we we really should be doing them? So we look to go... The the equation is uh, I have an interest in them. It's that sort of initial gets me there to then work it out. But what about isn't that sh- like wine? Like that's what I wonder. Things like wine. It's too easy, dude. It's you're you're taking in a substance that's altering your, your mm-hmm. mindset. That's why I've tried to not do alcohol this year. I haven't mm-hmm. tried. I haven't had a sip. But it, you have been trying though. I've been trying. It is a constant <laughs> battle to. I'd like to have a glass, but, but there's I think a culture around wine too, don't you think? Huge culture. Oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But it's coffee. different to beer or different to like mm. other things, right? Yeah, there's all these little cultures, a, fo- a footy culture, beer culture, wine culture, coffee culture. Mm. But I think it's easy. Drinking alcohol and feeling fucking a bit fruity and just a bit tingly, feeling like warm. Ooh. Yeah, feeling good. <laughs> you know, that's what I feel. Like you feel it in your blood. I fucking, mm-hmm. you know, when you have a glass of wine, yeah. you're just like... Oh, you just sort of sink in. So what's the bad uh, bit? Dom's on the couch looking. He knows what I'm talking yeah. about. <laughs> what, yeah. I mean, what is it? Like, so I'm saying that's easy. So you're saying this wine thing, you can get into it. I'm saying the shit that's hard. For you, it's exercise. Mm-hmm. Actually, like yeah. gym or 
and that's a hard well, as thing soon as Jay that you says need he's going to do, to the gym, we're that going you to need gym. to do. Like, mm-hmm. So you're saying guys. things that are actually good for us that we need to do that we don't do. And so that's yeah. why, how do you find the discipline to do those fucking mm. things? Yeah. Hey guys, so I shouldn't it's, be... um, it's Dom from HR here. Oh, hi. <laughs> hi, Dom. I'm just finishing my lunch over here in this um, great show, by the way. Thank you. Um, a long-time listener. Um, I want to know, though, Josh, yes. when, when you got asked by that person who won the game, yes. did you feel left out? No, I felt the opposite in that moment. I was like, uh, felt like you I was like, oh, you know what? The crowd, we're all walking as a crowd. If anything, I was like, Brie, I wish you'd fucking knew who won. <laughs> you know, it was a bit of that, which yeah. is okay. Which is okay. Included. Disappointed in Brie. <laughs> well, no, I did. I'm not disappointed in Brie, but I was like, you know what? This is what it feels like a little bit to be a part of belong. something. Yeah. I was like, you know what? Like if I, maybe if I was to live in Richmond or something like that. <laughs> Brie's confused. So- what? I mean, what are you thinking, Brazer? I have no idea what I'm thinking. Okay. <laughs> no, but um, like the Richard, like Josh, if I was Josh, is your mind moving to a, if I go for Richmond and because I want it and then I can move there. No, if I live in Richmond, I'd be closer to all the. Sp- and I can get the t shirt, you know. <laughs> the whole experience. No, but the, You're but the boss the, of the Gronk squad, bro. You're the CEO. Am I the boss? Well, you're up there with me. Can we get that as a snow boss? I'm the boss. Gronk. No, yeah. but I think this is what you're creating something. You're, yeah. whether I mean, I you're just like being the a idea. part of it, you're actually bringing people into something. Well, that's why I, there's something I like about like where um, Brian and I live is like opposite a beer, um, it's not a garden. There's no garden. What's that called? That's no, a brewery. Brewery. Yeah. Urban brewery. I like like watching and seeing people drink. And just and not partaking, but just being at home, being like, oh, I enjoy yeah. that. I know, it's weird, isn't it? Well, yeah, I mean, you're seeing... But it always comes back to the gym. Include me. <laughs> no, I don't want to... <laughs> but the thing is, I would hate to... Like, there is a bit which is like, I like that... Like, I don't get it... Like, I don't like going out that much. Mm. So it's like, I don't want to... It's that weird thing of it. No one ever wants to go anywhere, but we all want to be invited. If we picked something each that we should, that we aren't doing, that we want to be doing, what is it? What's it for you, P-Dog? I think it's probably... <laughs> P-Dog. Does anyone call you P-Dog? Never had my life. <laughs> I've called P-Dog, but I, I like it. I'm into it. I'll lean into that. So I think it's probably... I'm a terrible, terrible planner. Planner mm-hmm. for... You, you talk about like this on... Planning the future. Like Chelsea will be like, oh, we should plan a holiday for February and I'll just like mm. instantly get anxiety. Yeah. And I know that in, in the interest of our relationship mm. and the collaborations I do with other people that if I was better at planning, mm. it would be helpful mm. and I avoid it actively. Do you, Is the opposite, is the person that doesn't plan um, gets to the time, goes, fuck, let's do something now and wants to be more uh, spontaneous? Yeah, I, that, I think that's probably more me. Are you spontaneous? Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. More so than I am a planner. I'm not like the, the most spontaneous, spontaneous guy in the world, mm-hmm. but... I'm more of a spontaneous person than I am a planner. Yeah. No, I'm the same. I've I've got that. Like I always come, it wraps around to New Year's and I'm just like, fuck, we should have booked a house to go away. Exactly. But what if I we did. did it six months ago, it would have made so much more sense and been cheaper. But I want to do it now. Yeah, but it's weird. I and didn't want to do it six months ago, right? I know, like, yeah, but I, then I'm, you don't I'm have the money you. to exactly. fucking buy the three yeah. grand a week house. I'm with you. I know it would be helpful. Yeah. And yet I still can't yeah. bring myself to I can't to do work it. out whether I'm a planner or not. Um, I mean, you plan. Actually, you. you you went away for three, four months. Yeah, that was a big shit. 
I mean, yeah, no, we planned that, that we a lot. Like, no, we planned that we were going. You were pretty spontaneous so, on that trip, yeah, from yeah, what yeah. I gathered. It's yeah. like we haven't booked our accommodation yet. We're figuring oh, yeah, it out. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I just yeah. don't know what. So I know Bree I've, actually did versus yeah. what Josh <laughs> told us. So I'll just tippy toe it here. I was like. I was spontaneous to whatever breed organised. <laughs> That's a way of describing it. You know what I mean? Like, no, but I was like detached. Yeah. I was like, you know what? Where yeah. did we want to go? The only thing that I actually booked was Amsterdam. That was for a conf- IBC conference, like all about gear and stuff. Yeah. See, there's your love. That's your, what's what you love. Yeah. So you plan things that you around things that you like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's it for you, Josh? No. Something you don't want to do. You know you should do it. You know you kind of want to do it, but then there's like... Oh, a, the exercise thing, yeah. definitely. Just forming that habit, that yeah. fucking daily. Yeah. Or I think it's part of, it, part of it is about like combining it with something else. Like is, just, that, is this just complicating the thing that's hard? Like, So you're trying to work out how to make it easier, right? Because it's hard. It's hard to show up. Like mixing it in with something, doesn't it? Die? It's just like, uh, I'm trying to, it's like. Well, so like Pete if, and I, my walks, like one of my favorite things I do yeah, during the week. Yeah. But then what about if Pete can't make it? And then well, I, I don't think go this is walk. the problem. Like the training partner thing I get is so yeah. fucking helpful when I've mm-hmm. had one a lot of my life. Not recently because it hasn't been a part of my plan. My mm-hmm, plan yeah. was every second day I'll do something regardless. No two days off. And I've hardly trained with somebody for those times. Yeah. And that's not ideal. How do you find that? Yeah. It's not ideal and I don't train as hard as I do with somebody else, but that's not my goal. But my goal is to it. show up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just saying, how do you just go not 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 connecting it with somebody? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause people so August, pe- so it's that low start of the month. Yeah. Because I was thinking that, like, what could, what could that be? Yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, this is the problem when you've had so many, like, I've had a lot of gym memberships in my life. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's and not so then it's membership. hard, like you don't want to call you, you constantly call bullshit on yeah. anything yeah. that you could potentially have come up with in your head because you know mm. you've fucking you know, tried everything. If we know mm. the, it's, the, the answer isn't the gym membership. We know all the things that aren't the answer. Yeah. So then it's like what fucking else? move more. What else could you experiment yeah, with? Yeah, I don't yeah. know what it is. I'm not mm-hmm. trying to answer it yeah, for you. It'll yeah, say yeah. you're dumb yeah. for not – like it's mm-hmm. – I get it. But I think it's interesting. We all have these things that we know we should be doing more of mm. and we don't. Mm. Even though we know that they benefit us yeah. or yeah. benefit our partners. Well, that's why I think like even the red wine thing, it's not really a th- It shouldn't really be a thing. Like I was thinking about it, like in regards to like, if I was to make something a thing, if I was to create a new habit, it's sort of like people who start smoking at 30. <laughs> who the fuck is that I person? Know, mate, is that true? Do yeah. people do that? Yeah. One of Amy's best friends. Really? When she just, was 30. Wow. It's full on. It's like, <laughs> what a strange habit the, to pick up. Haven't seen the packets? Yeah. And the same person picks the packet that is... Based on the disease that's on the front. <gasps> yeah. Are you kidding me? Oh, my God. Can I just have the... Uh, oh, the can I have the eye cancer one? Yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. eye one. <sighs> oh, wow. There's something a bit uh, Satanistic about that, potentially. Well, it's, it's just... It's, it's not listening to yourself. If we learn anything from harps, it's fucking... Listen to yeah, your body. Yeah, what is that? Listen to your body. That's not like I think about me drinking as a human. But if you listen to the body, nicotine, like what you were describing with alcohol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's like, a, it's uh, like there is something worse. like there is. My body tells me I want more nicotine. Yeah. yeah. So but could, I've not listened to my body a lot in my life when I've been drinking alcohol. Mm-hmm. The choices I make when I'm on alcohol, drinking alcohol when I haven't felt great, it's yeah. not that great <laughs> for you when you're, you know, like all these things. This is not listening to your body at a, a small level that we can brush off because you end up surviving. Yeah. 
but yeah, on that bigger level, it's um, it's interesting. Yeah, it is. So maybe hockey. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I think the hockey, the hockey one I like because of the fashion and the style. Ice hockey or just regular hockey? Three D deal. If yeah. I'm to do hockey, what sort of hockey? Ice hockey all the way. It's yeah. the only way to do hockey. Can you imagine How about Josh we do no, Josh, Josh, you would die. <laughs> really? I'm, oh. I'm being dead serious. Why? It's it's a violent physical game. Yeah. Like I, I can be quite violent. There's guys skating around at like 30 kilometers an hour shooting a puck that goes in upwards of 100 kilometers an hour. Okay. Yeah, yeah sure. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Right. Well, 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 I, I think I could... Would die. I think I could get into the at least spectator t- uh, side he, of it. He needs to watch anyway. this podcast back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's the daily talk show. Thank uh, you so the, much, Pete. Uh, the long and the short of it uh, yeah. on Apple Podcasts. Definitely check it out. Yes. The latest one is on all about the planning. It is yeah. actually about so, planning, which we spoke about, which is, which is fun. We'll awesome. see you uh, tomorrow, guys. Bye. See you. Oh, I won't do that again. Sorry. <laughs>